after show. All right, here we are. What, uh, let's see, what episode are we on? I think we're on 15 of season five. Wow. Oh, hey, so you just shared that about the dog with the carbon monoxide detector. And I remember, you know, around the time of getting Charlie, uh, you're like, yeah, we can't get a dog because we don't have a backyard. Oh, yeah. Well, now I got a backyard (laughs) and I got a lease agreement that says that I can't have a dog. Oh, well, that makes it easy. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, I I enjoy other people's dogs. That's cool. Gotta Uh, tell you, man, huge, huge responsibility. And I will I will suggest when that day comes, uh, rescue an older dog. Going through the puppy years, man, crazy. I, I would, yeah, I don't, I see what you're going through. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want any of that. It's, uh, <laughs> you better have the time for it. Yeah. Well, that's like when we got Stella, she was five years old and she was all trained and had been to obedience school yeah. and yeah. all this stuff. So, I mean, she was, she was pretty, pretty easy compared to what you have. I, I remember uh, having a puppy. Uh, it was a lot like having a baby. Yes. And um, he got I, me. He got me up all week uh, in the middle of the night yeah, this morning. Yeah. I was outside in the snow at two in the morning, uh, uh, making sure that, you know, he went to the bathroom and stuff. I didn't know. He's just been restless. He's just been getting restless in the middle of the night. And man, it, you know, it's hard to get back to sleep after you've been waiting around in the snow. In the snow. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I had a crazy uh, experience with Stella even where, you know, she had a really sensitive stomach and sometimes, you know, she just would have a real hard time. And uh, she woke me up in the middle of the night and I always knew that it was an emergency if she was like in the middle of the night pacing back and forth and everything. And, and so I woke up and she was doing that. And when she saw me move, she came over and she was nudging my hand and everything. So I'm like, oh man, I gotta take her out. And as I started to take her out, oh, it, it, she just let it out and it got all over her carpet and everything. Oh. And oh. it was it was terrible. And anyhow, so because I didn't have a backyard, this is three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and I gotta take her down to the corner of the street where there's yeah. a patch of grass, uh, where the gas station was. Yeah. And so I'm out there at three in the morning, and uh um I uh I was as he was pacing around and about to go to the bathroom. I was like, did I get any of that on my hand? And I made the mistake of smelling my hand. I did get it on my hand and it was so horrendous that I actually wretched. I live over there at three o'clock in the morning. I'm all. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, there's there's a guy getting gas over there that starts calling me. And I'm like, what? Why are you calling me? I'm, I'm oh. <laughs> like, hey man, aren't you? He thought for some reason he thought I was a player uh, from the L.A. Lakers. Oh, that's like, so funny. Does, does, does is he typically wretch in the corner like this? Why, why do you think I'm a guy from the Lakers? <laughs> oh god. Oh, but, too uh, funny. Yeah, is this the things you go through for your? I mean, she was like my baby you know like uh, yeah whatever it takes i'm gonna do it for even to those crazy extents oh yeah oh for sure okay skip around wherever you want to go but i just uh i got the olympics the olympics what's going on they they started today so i didn't know uh, yeah we got the uh the whole thing happening it started at uh 6 30 a.m your time because it's in (laughs) beijing china so we had the uh we had the opening uh, ceremonies happening at the Olympics. Let me see if I got uh, the thing oh. here. 
Um, it's kind of a kind of a big deal here. Uh, so 630, the the whole thing started. You'll be able to see the Olympics later on tonight. NBC is carrying this. You can see it live on, um, I think, uh, all the way up until 11 o'clock your time today on uh, on NBC. And then again at 8 p.m. tonight, it's going to be coming on. But um, but yeah, where do they stand with the woke stuff, trans people trying to take metal stuff like that? What's you know, going on? that's a that's a good question. I I, I haven't read anything about that uh, really happening here with um, with the Olympics, but I, I'm not really sure. I I, I think we're I think we're going to see that. I I know some people were in competition for that whole thing. Uh, so, so we are going to probably see some stuff happening here. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, but already some events are taking place. Uh, the figure skating competitions are taking place before the show started. I, I, uh, was able to see some, some video clips on my phone of, uh, some of the ice skating couples, ice skating, which is pretty cool. I mean, I saw this guy throw this woman so far up in the air. It's so crazy. The athleticism of these, of these skaters out there. I'm, I'm a fan of couple skating and uh, women's ice skating, not so much of the men's uh, figure skating. I don't know. It's sort of not my bag, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, I think it's the outfits that they wear are so flamboyant. I just, I'm not, not did, into it, but. Did you see that? movie with will ferrell uh, and that was i'm not a big will ferrell fan i mean he can be kind of funny but it's normally not my thing but i thought that movie was funny it it was i forgot the name of it but i, I thought that remember. was kind of it was so freaking ridiculous though that's, which that's, most yeah. will ferrell movies are yeah. you know I, I saw because we don't have tv uh, I had to resort to these DVDs and uh, Elf is one of them, which I'd never seen before. And I, I the reason I, I never saw it was because it looked so stupid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Anne-Marie was insistent that I would like the movie. And sure enough, I did. Um, oh, oh, it was actually a very it, it was really super silly. Will Ferrell again. Um, but it was it was nice. It had like a nice. It just made me feel good. It was one of those feel good movies. Mm, so mm. I, I recommend it if you, you know, if you're wanting to have a, a movie where you don't have to think too hard about the world and everything that's happening and just kind of get away on a vacation from that. Alpha is a pretty good movie to, to make that happen. Yeah, we all need that every now and then. You know, I've also been uh, thank God uh, that I got the uh, uh, all of the 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 Schitt's Creek package. Uh, of all of the episodes because yeah. um, I've been watching, we've been, been binge watching that. And uh, boy, I got to tell you, Barry, I don't know if you, you tuned out of that one about uh, season five or something. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm telling you the writing in that, I just think is really clever. And also the whole theme of it is that uh, these people were so self-centered and just, yeah. just so, you know, only really paying attention to themselves, all the whole family. Yeah. And this whole tragic situation causes them. I mean, it's the best thing that could ever happen to them. They all start to learn this whole self-sacrificing love the 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 god kind of love the uh, what they say agape love Mm -hmm. and that's always the thing that just gets me right here man 
I, it pure. makes me cry for joy. And so every night, Anne-Marie and I have watched several of those episodes and it just, it's a great way to end the day. That, I, and I agree. For those that aren't familiar, it's uh, Schitt's Creek is the Beverly Hillbillies in reverse. <laughs> it is the rich family that lose everything and they got to move to this tiny, tiny town of um, uh, real hillbillies and uh, learn how to be good people. And yeah, they're so funny. They're all characters. The characters are funny characters. Uh, I thought it was great. Like I said, I, I just thought it started getting too woke towards season five or so. And it's just like I lost interest. I thought it lost touch with its original. I like them when they're in that tiny motel room. It, it, I thought it was so funny because you got the older mom and dad and these 20 something like late 20 year old brother and sister that still act like they were, you know, 10 and 11. You know, I thought that yeah. that was my favorite uh, aspect of the movie. One of the For things sure. that I love about it is that these actors, first off, the character development in this show is Real good. really good. Each of the characters really brings something to it and yeah. all of them. I mean, they go all out. Uh, some some of the uh, scenes where, like, uh, they have some where they're performing something in front of people. They yeah. just go yeah. all out. There's no inhibitions in in the things that they do on the show. I think as really actors, funny. I think as actors, they really like cheered each other on. Now, of course, it's mostly. The best part, I think it's mostly about the kid, the, the son and the daughter, David and Alexa, Alexis, Alexis, and they are terrific, terrific. But as the seasons went on, they played up the mom even more in all of her eccentric eccentricities. You know, she is uh, Catherine O'Hare. I yes, think she's yes. amazing. I think she this. won a lot of awards for that. She should have it, mm -hmm. just the way that she speaks. Uh, like yes. who talks like that? Yes. It's really hilarious yeah. to me. That's that's Anne Marie's favorite character. Well, they uh, played her up more and more as the seasons went on. Yeah, she is. She's a great actress, and you yeah. know her and Eugene. Have been in a whole bunch of movies together for decades now. Uh, so they're he's, very used to, to performing together. Go ahead. He's almost the straight man, don't you think? He really is, and, yeah. which is unusual for him, mm -hmm. but he does mm -hmm. such a great job yeah. at it. Yeah. And just the, the, you know, one of the things that's really great about the show is just the nonverbals, um, the facial expressions, mm -hmm. the way they're moving their bodies, <clears throat> just, you know, and I saw an interview with, um, What's her name? Ann Murphy that uh, mm -hmm. she, she she plays Alexis. Alexis yeah. And uh, so she's nothing like that character. It was uh -huh. almost disappointing to see her like that because I love just the way that Alexis mannerisms. Kinda, uh, yeah, the way she moves around and the way she moves her hands and everything. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. just she's nothing like that. And it just speaks to the 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 talent that uh, these, you these know, actors have. I saw a little YouTube video with her because she was so just like you said, she was so good at that character. I'm like, what is she really like? And I looked up a YouTube video and she was talking about how she developed the character. And she's like, well, you know, if you look at a Kardashian or Hilton, like Paris Hilton, she's always doing the the floppy wrist thing with yeah. one hand. And she goes, well, what if I do it with two hands? It's, <laughs> she always did that. She's got these two floppy wrists all the time. That was she where does. it kind of came from. And uh, it, it's priceless. I mean, her take on that character is priceless. But Eugene Levy's uh, son, is it David? Dan Levy. Dan, Dan. Dan. Yeah. 
always my favorite character in that show. I almost every great terrific talk about priceless mannerisms and expressions. Yeah, you know, yeah, on his face and all that. This is so great. Uh, yeah. But even the the townspeople in that in that show. Yeah, too. that dirty guy. What's uh, his? Uh, Chris. Um, uh, Chris Elliott. Chris, yes. Oh, he's so good on that. He's, he's fantastic. Uh, yeah, because he's the he's the irony part. He's he's exactly the Him opposite. The wife. mirror. Yeah, yeah, the mirror image of uh, them. Yeah, great. Oh, it great. is right. It's great. It just the the chemistry between all of them is just really, really priceless. They they put together a great cast. And is, uh, did they wrap it up? Yeah, yeah. That uh, that ended. I can't remember what season they ended, but but it it, it wrapped up, and it's a it's it's sort of like um, they they. Uh, I won't ruin it for anybody. I won't but because I'm going to go back nice. and watch the last several episodes and see how they wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I think you'll like it. Um, it's uh, it, the whole thing. It's a it's a feel good thing. I, 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 by the end of the show, I've I, I've almost every single episode I've cried for joy. Oh no, uh, kidding! Just uh, just a really good uh, good mm-hmm. thing. Feel it's good. not for everybody. I gotta say, no. not not for everybody. But I, I've I've fallen in love with these characters. And yes, it's really pretty cool. I, I I think Dan Levy really was a big like he's in, he's the big writer of this whole thing. Yes, I, and, I think uh, he was the originator of the whole show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. so uh, what a what a great job! I hope to see more of of his stuff out there. Yeah, I I heard that he was doing a lot of other stuff too, and uh, it's kind of like I said, it got too woke for me as it went on, and I know that he made this quote about. Yeah, he was all bringing uh, all kinds of awareness to I don't know if it was gay or uh, pan. I think pansexual is the term that uh, they use. Oh, yeah. And, you know, whatever. But that's where it was like, dude, I didn't care about, you know, I didn't. I got to say, that's the part that I struggled with myself. But then I just kind of got over it. You know what I mean? And uh, and and I could see it for what there was a bigger picture that I was seeing there. But I I hear exactly what you were saying, because as soon as that started happening, I was like, oh, this is what Barry was talking about. (laughs) But I kept watching it and and it got centering on that. So that's where I was like, man, I hate being manipulated. I didn't care about this. I love the, you know, the characters as as they were. But anyways, let's get on to some. I wanted to get this off my notes. So um, just like last couple of days, news comes out. Starbucks raises their prices yet again. They just went through a big price increase in October of uh, last year, a few months ago, and found no sales reduction. So they're like, hey, let's do it again. And people, what people, why are you buying $6 cups of coffee at Starbucks? I don't understand. What, what is it? I don't understand it either. And I'm victim of that too, because I, I, when I want to really treat myself, I go and get a Starbucks and I'm Not thinking, me. Why, why am I doing this? I like Panera much better. Do you have Paneras you know, out there? Uh, yeah, we do. And, okay. Uh, Man, I, I had a boy. Now I can't remember the name of the place, but I, I went to a different place recently and I had like the I like a vanilla latte and I had a great vanilla latte. You don't like that? No, oh, <laughs> sweet stuff. No. Yeah, I, I, I just like regular it. coffee. Yeah, but, well. but that's why I like Panera's coffee. I think it's butter coffee. But, you know, you go for those designer drinks and people do that like every weekday and have like an $80 a month bill. Yeah, yeah. They don't like, even think it, about it. 
I remember talking to somebody and uh, this was a long time ago. And I said, Hey, you want to go to Starbucks? And he goes, no, I'd rather send my kid to college. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, and that, that's kind of like whole foods. We have uh, always had this uh, flagship uh, whole foods out here in university Heights and we've loved it for years, but it just got more and more expensive. And to the point it, it's kind of like the Heights itself. It's like, wow, we keep spending more and more and getting less and less for it. And like, I never go there anymore. Mm, yeah. Well, it's probably, you're probably better off. There's something very addicting about the whole thing. And I'm not really sure what it is. You mean whole foods? The coffee. Uh, oh, I'm, uh, oh about you're this, back to the whole thing. Yeah. Even the whole foods. I, I, I equate mm. them both to each other. Mm. Uh, there's something about this that causes people to want to do that. And, uh, I don't know. Um, I think it's like I'm treating myself or something like that. Maybe I don't know yeah. How about Biden aims to reduce cancer uh, deaths by 50% over the next 25 years. How is he going to do that? Yeah. He's going to uh, just keep an eye on things for the next 25 years. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know, that is a problem that we have with our government and it even uh, gets to things like when people want to talk about climate change, they will only look for this quick shot in the arm kind of things because we have term limits. And so if, you know, anything like a, a 25 year plan, well, as soon as you're out of office, it's up to somebody else as yeah. to what they're going to do with it. And that's a shame because there are things that take 25 years, you know, that you got to keep your, your uh, finger on the pulse of. So anyways, I don't know. I didn't read uh, the article on that. I just kind of heard the headlines on it. And I thought, hmm, I think that he's got bigger fish to fry right now. To tell you the truth, <laughs> I, I would uh, wholeheartedly agree with you. Um, and the big one of the big deals that's happening right now is with uh, you. You mentioned it earlier is the whole thing happening at the Ukraine border. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, Joe Biden has ordered uh, thousands more troops over to yesterday. Uh, Three thousand. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is a that's a pretty big deal that's happening right there. He said that uh, there will be. I don't know if these are the exact words, but serious repercussions if uh, Russia were to come across that border and do an invasion. There was a big UN Security Council meeting that happened this week, and uh, there's a lot of fireworks went on uh, with the uh, Russian ambassador um, and delegate to the UN saying that this is all hearsay. We don't actually have 110,000 troops on the amassed on the border. This is the U.S. trying to whip up uh, European nations into a frenzy against Russia. Uh, and then and then uh, their uh, foreign council and uh, from Russia ended up saying making a statement about the 110,000 troops that are at the border. So which, which is it? You know, mm. uh, is, this is all uh, like you said earlier, very reminiscent of the. Uh, uh, of the 1939 all over again. But um, my understanding is that this all came about as the Ukraine, as NATO was considering bringing the Ukraine into uh, into uh, the, the NATO organization. And um, I, uh, I also see an article here where Putin and uh, Xi Jinping are going to be meeting here at the Olympics this week to talk through this. It looks like uh, Xi Jinping is giving a lifeline to Putin. You know, uh, the Biden administration has threatened all these sanctions against uh, 
against Russia, which will definitely hurt their economy. But here comes Xi Jinping to swoop in and uh, remedy all of that by just switching it all over to China. And uh, I really look at this whole scenario that's brewing right now. And I think, boy, what a distraction for the Biden administration being focused on what's happening in Russia and in Crimea, Crimea. Um, when China has these designs on Taiwan, on Australia, on Japan, and on us. And here's China keeping us busy by, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll just fix this up for you, Russia. Go ahead and invade mm-hmm. uh, the Ukraine. It, it seems like they're, they've got us pitted against each other. And, you know, I would say to Russia, don't trust China. Um, they're going to eat you, too. This is uh, this is a, a mess. This is a gigantic mess that's happening right now. I never know what to think or believe. I never know what the information if I'm getting uh, real information. You know, we can have presidents bombing uh, certain countries uh, with drones and find out two years later that we just got total misinformation on that. I don't know what Ukraine's government is like. I don't know what the people are like. I've heard that um, the Ukrainians care a lot less about the Russian invasion than we do, that we care more about it than the Ukrainians do. I don't know. So I don't I don't know if there's a domino effect at work here that if we let uh, I don't know why Russia really feels uh, compelled to risk uh, war world war uh, invading Ukraine. Why? There's cer- certainly some reasons. I don't, I don't know. I, so what I'm saying is any th- kind of opinion I would state here would be admittedly out of a lot of ignorance. I don't know all these things. You know, what's really interesting back to the 1939 thing is that, um, you know, under the Soviet Union, and remember, Putin is an ex-KGB agent under the Soviet Union, uh, the Ukraine was a part of the Soviet Union, as well as what's called the Eastern Bloc, uh, you know, countries like Romania and Crimea and uh, all, all of those countries over there were a part of the Soviet Union. And much like Hitler invading uh, Poland, Poland before uh, the end of World War One was much of Poland was a part of Germany and Czechoslovakia and, uh, and many of these nations that that Hitler used as a pretext to invade these countries were because they were once a part of Germany. Well, now you're seeing, uh, you're seeing Putin doing the same kind of thing. They have designs on what they once were, and they're using the, any kind of an excuse uh, to, to take those territories back. Well, they already took Crimea back. Uh, that was a part of the Soviet Union and the, the, the Western powers did nothing about that to protect those people, much like the appeasement of Hitler that happened in the 1930s uh, when he took over Czechoslovakia. So we're seeing, once again, Hitler uh, history repeating itself. Uh, we're seeing this playing out on a big, big picture right now. Um, the, the real bad guys, I mean, Russia is no friend of ours, but China is much bigger and much more of a threat to us. And unlike, um, unlike Hitler's Germany um, and unlike the Soviet Union, 
Uh, China is much stronger, has much deeper pockets, and we are tied in with their economy much deeper than any of these oh, other oh, countries yeah. were. So this is uh, this is this is becoming uh, a a ginormous thing that uh, can't be can't be ignored. And it's also very interesting to see how. Uh, this is starting to become mainstream. The threat is starting to become mainstream. We just we just had a, a speech by Christopher Ray, the F, the uh, director of the FBI. He was at the Ronald Reagan Museum over the weekend, uh, giving a speech about the threat that uh, that China is to the United States, and particularly against our. Uh, our economics and our our businesses and how they're stealing our uh, intellectual property and different methods that they're using to steal our intellectual property, which is ultimately putting businesses out of business and putting American people out of a job, which ultimately can kill a nation. And so um, even Nancy Pelosi today talking up to speaking of the Olympians that are over in China right now, uh, put out a warning to be careful what you say in China. These people are, are, are belligerent and they're brutal. And you've got to be careful what you say over there because she didn't go into the repercussions, but people disappear over there. Mm -hmm. And they're very, um, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, in the Olympic, uh, the Olympians have had to load uh, an app on their phones uh, in order to participate in, in the Olympics, which we know is surveilling everything that they have, oh, every yeah. conversation that they're having, even when their phones are off, everything's being monitored. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're told by the Chinese people not to speak of their opinions regarding China or any of the human rights violations that they so-called think are happening in China, or there will be serious repercussions for them. Mm -hmm. a, a very tense atmosphere. And at the same time, I saw some of the opening ceremony. It was glorious. So it's, it's this huge, glorious thing happening. And behind the scenes, this horrible, brutal thing happening. It's really uh, this is the juxtaposition of the whole thing. It's really pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, back to the Russia invasion of Ukraine and our involvement with it, our profound involvement with it. This is just me talking, but it was just like two months ago, Biden made a mess of uh, Afghanistan, the withdrawal. Uh, and the generals, the in, uh, military industrial complex was very, very, very unhappy about that. And there went the the lifeline to all of these private contracts of all these people that were just being fed trillions of taxpayer dollars and all of these generals and everybody involved in that with their kickbacks. That's an, you know, that's an, I feel, I feel that he was kind of told by the, by the deep state that look, we'll get you out of this mess that you created as long as you get us back in and replenish mm. this. Mm. And here we I are two months later. And yep. that's just me talking because I'm telling you, I never know what to believe. I believe that a piece of everything that we see in here is, is correct, is true. Probably a piece of what I just said is correct. Uh, but I don't know. It, it always unfolds uh, months later, even years later. And it's like, wow, we never saw that coming. 
No, no, but I, I think what you're saying, there's, I think there's truth to what you're saying here and uh, you just it, keep an eye on it. And you're right. It, these things, sometimes we'll, sometimes we never know about these kinds right. of things, but, uh, uh, but it, 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 it's common sense though. What you're saying is that there's the military industrial complex. There's a lot of investors that are making a lot of money off. Of this, and that's why this is why we've been at war for the last what, mm-hmm. 25 years or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It has made a lot of people rich. They siphon and- the money right out of us. War is very profitable. And death has become very profitable. Look at the healthcare industry. Yes. Uh, and especially the pharmaceutical industry. Especially. Yep. Yep. So it's unfortunate that capitalism can work in such a negative way. I, mm-hmm. I hate that it can, can work like that. You hey, know, uh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, speaking to the pharmaceutical industry, you were just talking about Lisa and I started watching a show. I think it's on Hulu uh, starring Michael Keaton. And off the top of my head, I can't remember the name of it. And Michael Keaton's always so good. But it it is about uh, the pharmaceutical industry when they started pushing Oxycontin. And I believe it's uh, very factually based, but it's uh, it follows a doctor in a, a, a family doctor, primary care physician in a very small town. And uh, how he, a very good guy, played by Michael Keaton, and how he gets bamboozled into starting to prescribe the Oxycontin and all, all that. It's a mining town. And all these people with all their aches and pains, their aches and pains start going away. And then they keep increasing the dosage and, and the propaganda. And all these people get really addicted. And uh, we know what happens historically. There, I, the, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of people that have died as a result of this, not to mention have got transitioned over to heroin and yeah they've been sued for it just like all these other big uh pharma uh companies have been sued they settle their lawsuits and they still make profit and nobody Mm. goes to prison Mm. Mm. it is a bigger mess than we know or give credit to and in these companies that that the it's been the, like since the, the 80s people too. have to fight against have become so bloated with yeah. money, uh, money that they can they can hire the best lawyers in the world to yes. to defeat you or drag it out so far and so long that uh, you end up going broke trying yep. to defend yourself yep. or you die yep. uh, because not only have you are you running out of money but you're sick because of the drugs that uh, are yeah. being that that you've been affected by it's heartless so, uh, and it, it sounds it almost heartless. conspiracy theory theory but it's no it's proven fact we see it happening we see it happening all the time you know and, uh, it's a big deal and it's gonna this will uh tie into i do intend very much to do that summary of that uh jordan peterson uh guest episode right. and he talks about how uh the pharmaceutical not just pharmaceutical the, the entire health and science community in America has been doing these kind of things. We've earned the distrust over decades and decades from the thirties, the forties, we've talked about the mind control experiments, electroshock therapy, uh, LSD and other psychedelic uh, experiments that, uh, that health and um, military medical community in the United States have done on our citizens over the years. And we act like, oh, that was the distant past. No, it's always being done. 
we're always killing our own population and justifying it and letting it go. And it always comes back to the almighty dollar, just as you just illustrated. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's unfortunate the way that it's it's happening out there. And uh, the more that people can be aware of this, the more that they can avoid the pitfalls Mm -hmm. of this whole thing, uh, because it's sort of the same thing that's happening over and over and over again. Yeah. And it's the, the Hippocratic oath today is being absolutely disregarded. That is do no harm, do no harm. And if you can do, if, if you could find um, a way to get people better without medical intervention, that's part of the Hippocratic oath, don't do medical intervention, intervention. And uh, now that's being completely bastardized today, but we'll, talk about that more and we you know what we got to talk about we got to talk about how we can talk about more sensitive matters with it. we got to get off youtube for those things youtube yeah. is just yeah, a big bad. big player in censor in censorship and hey it yeah. happens on spotify and other things too we can get yeah. deep platform there too but not to the extent that youtube is doing these days yeah yeah i agree with you hey i got it a couple of things here that uh, that I wanted to bring up. Yeah, uh, one of them is uh, this. Uh, uh, th- there's some kind of funny that it, I mean, if it wasn't so serious, it would be funny. But uh, here's one. Let me I, I actually want to show a picture of this. Um, let me pull it up first. All right. So this is the new emoji on your iPhone, the, the pregnant. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Describe describe big tech in the NASDAQ. Describe this for our people that are listening and not viewing. So let's see. I mean, I, you can just see it right here. It's a, Apple has come out with a version of the emoji that was just released on the new uh, update for your phone. So if you just did your update, you're going to find this new emoji. There's the pregnant woman right here, but there's also the uh, the pregnant man. And, because uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's the common woke thing. That, yeah, yeah, men get pregnant on the immaculate conception, I guess uh-huh. you could say. Uh, but uh, gosh, you remember uh, back in the Democratic debates that happened, uh, the Democrat debates that happened uh, about a year and a half ago where they were talking about uh, men being able to get pregnant? It's like, well, I, I haven't heard of any of them getting pregnant, but uh but apparently this is uh, the ridiculousness that's happening right now is over the top. And, and uh, uh, I guess, I suppose this emoji could also be as a joke, like, Oh, I shouldn't have eaten so much, you know, and you send this and <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Uh, I, but you know, it's, it's, it's going to be argued that it's factual that men could get pregnant because all it takes is a biological woman to say that she's a man, which is, legally that that is what that will be and then if she gets pregnant then well you got a man that's pregnant i mean but you need the female plumbing in order to you know see a pregnancy through or, or yeah, to see yeah here's here's a, another wokeism that's going on here today is the uh the university of nebraska let me show you this one uh they had to they just recently Wow. had to change their mascot. A very subtle change, though, uh, as you'll hear. Uh, hopefully, it'll come up. Um, internet, come on. Come on. You can do well, it. Well, yeah, you just anyway, uh, throw uh, oh, there it is there. right there. 
Yeah. What's so the subtle I'm, change? What's the change? I'm, I'm, yeah. See, it's almost hard to, it's almost hard to see, right? Do you, do you see it at all? I'm looking, looking, looking. Holy crap. This is like, oh, yes, the hand gesture. There it is, right there. Oh, is the, okay. The okay sign. Uh, unfortunately, uh, somehow the the okay sign has been equated to white power, and they were because getting- one dope kind of figured twisted that, and 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 it caught on. What was the situation when that transpired? Oh, the guy on Jeopardy, he kept doing the yeah. You know, or didn't he do the two and the three or something like that? And then some dope said, oh, it's a W for white supremacy and people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it was white power because it's just like oh. you have to do it with a certain hand, oh. whichever. But it's a W and a P. And so so somehow, you know, it's a, you got to be very creative to to find offense these days and, yeah. and, and and there is a certain portion of our population that has figured that out they specialize in being offended mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh and and they they just kind of ruin it for everybody so mm-hmm. the university of nebraska uh has decided to go ahead and change their mascot that and, and at one point uh their mascot was the mascot of the year uh and that that's just i just think these kinds of things are just absolutely ridiculous and i I hate that these that that we're giving in to these kinds of uh these kinds of pressures i hate this is like the only time nebraska's ever been in the news and this is what they're in the news for yeah (laughs) it's too bad right yeah it's too bad oh Oh, what else you got? Or should we wind uh, yeah, up? Yeah, I got another one here. So okay. Joe Biden has made a big uh, deal out of um, a, appointing a, a new uh, Supreme Court justice because Justice yeah. Bear is actually going to retire. And he has said that he is going to nominate a black su- woman as a Supreme Court justice, the first black Because leading with your, your wokeness worked out so well for the vice president no- nomination. Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, but here's something that I found out that's good. First off, I was I was offended by the whole thing because it's like, wait a second, shouldn't we hire the best person for the job? I mean, maybe it's going to be a black people. woman. I hope that's what right. it is. We talked about the NFL earlier and, and, mm-hmm. and uh, the whole uh, the whole thing about uh, black coaches and everything like that. But you know, I don't care what color they are. Sure. I don't want it to be unfair towards any race, mm-hmm. but I want the best person. I, I don't want, I don't care what color they are at all. I, I just want the best. And especially when it comes to the Supreme court, why does it have to be mm-hmm. a black woman? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've heard uh, people come out and say, okay, so what about gay people? What about Hispanic people? Are we going to discriminate against them because you want this? That that, mm-hmm. that you know you, you're never going to make any everybody happy. So why right. not just have level set and make it the 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 best person? But here's something that I found very very interesting. It turns out that when uh, Justice Sandra Day O'Connor announced her retirement, um, that this uh, there was a Supreme Court nominee that Bush wanted. Her name is Brown. Brown was on Bush's short list to replace her. Uh, she would have been the first black woman ever nominated to serve as associate justice on the Supreme Court. But Biden appeared on CBS's Face the Nation to warn that if Bush nominated Brown, she would face a filibuster. 
Um, and he says, I can assure you that there would be a very, very difficult fight and she would probably be filibustered. And it's pretty funny because um, what Joe Biden threatened was unprecedented. There was never been a successful filibuster of a nominee for associate justice in the history of the republic. Uh, Biden wanted to make a black woman the first in history to have her nomination uh, killed by a filibuster. And Bush eventually nominated Alito for the Supreme Court justice as a result. Now, today, Biden calls the filibuster a relic of the Jim Crow era. He, he you threatened to use it to get rid of a, a black Supreme Court justice, mm -hmm. but he threatened to use that relic as a tool to keep the black woman who actually lived under Jim Crow uh, off the highest court of the land. This woman grew up in, in the South. Uh, they were um, they were living in, you know, she grew up during the era where Jim Crow actually did exist. And mm -hmm. the irony is now that he wants to get rid of the filibuster and claim credit for putting the first black woman on the court. Listen to this. There were many conservatives on Bush's shortlist whose legal philosophy Biden opposed, but Biden only promised to filibuster the one black woman. Why? Perhaps the clue lies in another confirmation fight that Biden helped wage in 2001. Democrats blocked the nomination of M Miguel Estrada to serve on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Court. According to internal strategy memos obtained by the Wall Street Journal, they targeted Estrada at the request of liberal interest groups who said Estrada was, quote, especially dangerous, unquote, because, quote, he is Latino and the White House seems to be grooming him for the Supreme Court appointment. They didn't want Republicans to put the first Hispanic on the Supreme Court. So Biden and his fellow Democrats killed Estrada's, Estrada's nomination, the first appeals court nominee in history to be successfully filibustered. It paid off when President Barack Obama nominated Sonia Sotomayor as the first Hispanic justice. It's Isn't politics. that sick? Yeah, yeah it's, it's typical so politics. Hypocritical. hypocritical. Like you're yeah. going to, so this whole thing, you're going to appoint the first black mm -hmm. uh, Supreme woman, Supreme Court justice for what? Mm -hmm. uh, not because, not for black people, but to, to score points for your team. And I think that's uh, that everybody mm. should know what's really happening, what's, what the real story is. Here. I don't remember who said this over the last couple of days, but somebody made a great point and said, you know, Biden, stop being a phony. Stop doing, you know, you about faced yourself and started being led by the woke movement. You're a one termer. Act like a one termer. Do what you want to do and run through there and get the hell out. Leave your legacy. I, I think that's brilliant advice. He should listen yeah. to that. He should hear. He it. should, but he never will. And well, he, I, I, don't I don't think, think the guy's that co coherent. I don't think he's smart enough to do it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Yeah, it's too yeah. bad. <laughs> well, anyway, that's all I got. All right, dude. I should wind up. He's been. You probably can't hear that. Charlie's I been whining. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, <laughs> I have at three thirty this afternoon. Just a few hours. I am unveiling uh, three different proofs of book covers for uh wow. author yeah they're how really cool. cool like i want i can't wait to show them to you in the audience and i probably next week but i gotta show them to the client first you know what i mean yeah and it's a yeah. really good book too i'll tell you about it next week and oh, looking forward to that 
covers are cool. Yeah, yeah neat. I love it. And I, I've, I've really enjoyed uh, doing this. And I'm supposed to have the public unveiling of the syndicate of sounds tonight at the music box. But with the weather being as crazy, the roads as bad as they've been, I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm going to have to find out on that. I've had a very busy week, a lot going on, a lot of great stuff. I mean, I'm having a wow, ball. Good, mm -hmm. good, good, good. And good. I haven't Glad even to told that. you about uh, the rebranding of this company that uh, I'll be discussing later this afternoon as well. Got right it. on. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good for you. We'll get yeah. to it and have yourself a great uh, experience today and a great weekend too. Man. Yeah. You too, buddy. Great to really great to have you back. Missed it's you. great to be back. Yep. Cool, Missed man. you as well. All right. All right Love brother. you, bro. Love okay. you too, man. Bye. All right. Bye.